From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray Brown and this is FT News. More than 60 people have lost their lives in a devastating forest fire in central Portugal in recent days. In shocking scenes, some of the victims were found dead inside their cars as they tried to escape the fire-ravaged region. With me to discuss the unfolding disaster is Peter Wise, the FT's Lisbon correspondent. Peter, first, can you give us some idea of the devastation? What exactly happened and and what is believed to be the cause of the fire? The fire broke out um, just after lunchtime on Saturday in a region about 200 kilometres northeast of Lisbon. The nearest town is called Pedregan Grande. This is a densely forested, hilly region of small villages and even smaller hamlets of small farmers, small communities. Portugal for the last three or four days has been experiencing an intense heat wave and temperatures in areas like Pedro Grande and many other parts of Portugal have reached 40 degrees centigrade. The police are confident that the cause of the fire was a dry thunderstorm when there is thunder and lightning, but the atmosphere is so hot that the rain evaporates before it reaches the ground. The police say they have even found a tree that they believe was hit by lightning, which started the fire. Because of the heat, the zero humidity and strong and changing winds, the fire spread very rapidly on several different fronts. The wind kept changing. It made it very difficult for firefighters to combat the blaze. And as you said at the beginning, um, one of the many tragic aspects of this fire was that 30 people who were trying to escape the flames in their cars were caught up in the blaze on a small stretch of road and died in their vehicles. On the same stretch of road, another 17 people were found who, it's believed, died of smoke inhalation. So Portugal is coming to terms with its worst ever forest fire disaster. The government has declared three days of national mourning. And on the ground, more than 2,000 firefighters are fighting continuing blazes in the area where this devastating fire at the weekend occurred, but also in other parts of Portugal. It's stretching resources to a great deal in Portugal, particularly of the volunteer firemen who make up most of the emergency services for combating forest fires. We've seen pictures of dozens of firemen stretched out, completely exhausted from hours and days of of fighting these blazes. What has been the response of the authorities to this disaster? Both the President of Portugal, Marcelo Rebelo de Sousa, and the Prime Minister, Antonio Costa, visited the scene of the fire yesterday. They both said that the time now was to concentrate on controlling the continuing blazes on supporting survivors. The president uh, said that it seemed clear that the combination of extreme temperatures and strong winds had created a, a rare situation that made it very difficult to fight the fire. He's saying that no more could have been done in the circumstances. But questions are being raised. Many of the residents in the area have said that they were left alone to combat the blaze using hose pipes, buckets of water, branches taken from trees to try and fight the flames and didn't see any emergency services in some cases for hours. Others have praised the the courage and bravery of the emergency services that have helped them. But there have has been criticism of a lack of coordination of 
the response to the emergency, there were some technical failures reported in the communication systems. And there have also been reports that France and Spain have offered help. Has that already taken place? And how critical might that be, do you think? Spain and France have both sent firefighting aircraft to help. Portugal has a limited number. It uses helicopters mainly. But unfortunately, as firefighters here have explained, the weather conditions with uh, dense smoke, low cloud, a kind of greenhouse effect, as it were, locally, have made it very difficult for these aircraft to be used. It's difficult for them to make an effective attack on the flame in many of the areas. Aircraft and helicopters are particularly important in this kind of mountainous region, where it's almost impossible for fire engines or firefighters on foot to reach certain places where in order to put out the flames. So in spite of the help that Spain and France and other planes are on their way, it's reported from Italy to help. Unfortunately, their use has been limited because of the weather conditions. The government reportedly introduced restrictions on plantings of certain species of trees a few months ago, specifically to combat the scourge of wildfires. But are there wider policy issues at stake, such as land use and the longer-term impact of climate change in such forested regions? Yes, uh, there undoubtedly will be a great deal of discussion of those issues in the coming weeks and months. Portugal, like most of southern Europe, perennially suffers from forest fires in the hot summer months. But Portugal, perhaps, is seen as having an above-average number of fires, and the extent of them is also considered to be greater than in some other southern European countries. For example, last year there was another heat wave, and in August of last year about 115,000 hectares of forest burned in Portugal, and according to official figures, this represented almost half the total area lost to forest fires in the EU as a whole. So there is a clear issue about forest fire prevention. Portugal is an issue that successive governments have struggled with for for decades. And as you say, one of the most controversial questions is the growth of the extension of the forest of eucalyptus. Eucalyptus trees are very important to one of Portugal's uh, leading industry, which is the paper pulp industry for making paper. And Portugal is a big exporter of paper pulp and both finished paper. Eucalyptus forests now represent about 25% of the total forested area in Portugal, which is mostly in the centre and the north. And as you say, earlier this year, the socialist government introduced new regulations prohibiting new planting of eucalyptus trees. Eucalyptus trees, along with pine trees, which are another important species cultivated in Portugal, are considered among the most flammable timber. They go up very quickly. But this measure although it's backed by environmentalists and other agronomists, uh, is contested. The um, representatives of the pulp and paper industry condemned the measure in very strong terms, and they said that there are areas in Portugal where nothing else will grow except eucalyptus trees, and it was suitable for plantation in, in those sort of areas, and that they argue that, in fact, that most forest fires occurred in scrubland areas and un 
tended areas rather than in well-managed eucalyptus forests. So there is, is an ongoing controversy in Portugal about this, which I'm sure will continue and intensify in the coming months. OK, Peter. Well, thank you very much for explaining what is clearly a horrific situation on the ground. And we hope that the authorities very quickly going to bring the fire under control. Thanks again. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.